So I feel like the passion is the thing that really makes you a knight and makes you come alive. That is the thing that when you think about doing it, you, you may have a little anxiety, a little nerve with it because we're all human, but it's the thing that you know ultimately you have to do to survive and, and to contribute to this life. So I think that's what your passion is. And then the first cousin to that is your purpose because every single person was born into this life with a purpose. And a lot of people may not know how to find that. And I think that a good way to find that is to ask yourself one question, how can I be of service to other people? Welcome to Better Yourself Podcast with your boyfriend, Christ. And today we're going back to US. So I have my girl, Lynette Rent. So she's actually back. We had, a, uh, you know, we have one podcast together before. It was so good. And then actually, I really wanted her to come back. We spoke about Corona. She's actually an actress. She's a producer as well. She's a dreamer. She's a believer. She's actually good when it comes to positive vibe, you know, like to actually ask people to find themselves and to actually better themselves as well. She do one of those videos online. You can check it on Instagram through Thursday. It's something that you guys really have to check. If you want that positive vibe, make sure you have to check her. And then she actually make her own movie and write her own stories as well. So today we're going to talk about a special subject. We're going to talk about how to find your passion and how to monetize, you know, how to make money out of your passion. So it's something that actually many people actually think about. Many people do things, but it just... They do things that they like, but they don't make money out of it. So welcome to Better Self Podcast. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, so when, I think, if you want, you can introduce yourself again. Maybe same, same people they don't know, or maybe they haven't listened to the last episode that we have. Can you just tell us much about yourself? Yeah, I'd be happy to. My name is Lynette Renee Doby. And um, as you stated, I'm here in the U.S., I'm yeah. in the Southeast in South Carolina. And so I'm a writer, producer. And now it turns out that I'm becoming more of a motivational speaker because I love to do things like this. This is what excites me. So I love to motivate people. And so I'm just so excited to talk about how to discover your passion today and how to monetize that passion because now it's becoming a part of our reality. So I'm so happy that you're sharing your platform with me. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So when, before you start with, so when you heard about, like when you first started doing, you know, because I know like you work in a movie, you do a lot of, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of stuff. Was it like more a passion for you or you just something like, you just a job? Or was mm. it like a very, like a passion for you? Oh, that's a great question. It was a passion because what had happened was I had gone to school for something totally unrelated. And yeah. then I graduated and I was like, not feeling fulfilled at all. And I'll never forget this. This is a true story. I was working at a job, helping someone else fulfill their dreams and their passion. Cause that's what you do when you work with other people's startup, you're helping feed their dream and not feeding your own. And so I, um, the person who owned the establishment, she hired this, uh, I guess a career coach to come in and talk to me cause I wasn't feeling motivated. So she was like, well, what do you love to do? What is your passion? And I was like, I like to act and act and perform. And she was like, well, you know, that can happen. So how can you apply whatever skills you have to this job? And right then and there, in that moment, I was like, she tried it. She, she tried to play me. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to school and I'm going to learn to do my passion. And so that's what led me to where I am right now. Oh, really? I mean, that's really yeah. good, actually. Um, so yeah. when, when I say like, what do you describe as a passion? If, I, if we have to describe it, how do, what do you describe as a passion? 
Oh, yes, totally. I am prepared. Y'all know I have my notes. Those of always, you who watched always. last time, I have to give this time always. So I feel like the passion is the thing that really makes you a knight and makes you come alive. That is the thing that when you think about doing it, you, you may have a little anxiety, a little nerve with it because we're all human, but it's the thing that you know ultimately you have to do to survive and, and to contribute to this life. So I think that's what your passion is. And then the first cousin to that is your purpose because yeah. every single person was born into this life with a purpose. And a lot of people may not know how to find that. And I think that a good way to find that is to ask yourself one question, how can I be of service to other people? So yeah. I kind of gave you two answers in one, but yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, I think you do think it's like, it's more like a, like a dream job or something like that. Like something mm. that you, or it's more it's deeper than that because everybody when you're a kid that people will say you know i want to be a doctor i want to be this do you think mm -hmm. that's a passion or is actually deeper than that hmm, that's a good question i like believe the difference between like dream job and a passion is it is, there's a difference right i could yes i will say yes i'll tell you why because dream job could be like for me i always wanted to be a professional dancer <laughs> but i i'm a decent dancer but i don't think i have the counting method in my mind so that was a dream job <laughs> it was not my passion my passion and really what makes my soul ignite does occur when i'm acting but also it's doing things like this yeah it's doing things like this because i love helping people see that whatever you want in this life you can get it it's just that we have to deprogram our minds from thinking what the masses want us to think that we have to go to school graduate, work for someone else, work a miserable job until we die or retire, whichever one comes first. Yeah. And that's not what we have to do nowadays. Just us, mere fact of this conversation, you're in the UK, I'm in the US, and we're conversing, and this is something independently of your own and yeah. something that I've done on my own. So in this day and age, we, we have got to do a good service to ourselves by living our passion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, um, a lot of people actually, because like myself, there's a lot of things that people want to achieve. People want to do things, but sometimes like mm -hmm. we just feel like sometimes life doesn't give us a choice because sometimes you, you want to do business or you want to be a personal trainer, whatever you want to be. But mm -hmm. if the money is not there and you're just going to have to do the job and kind of regret, do you think, how do you think people should do when it comes to that, to try to find a balance? Because a lot of people... They do the passion, depending on what kind of passion is. They say passion can just do it in your free time and don't, don't make money out of it. Do you think we should mm -hmm. take risk and move to the next one or just like to stick to whatever you're doing? Because that's what happened to the most. People just stick and they just live like a sad life because they, you know, they just regret what, what, the reason why they're not doing whatever they like because they have no choice. So what do you think? Well, I think... First off, I'm glad you asked that because I think that each person has to determine what it is they define their individual successes as. Now, let me give you an example. Like, we'll take an artist, like a person, no, I wanna use people that I actually know. Um, I have a friend who is a nurse yeah. and he also started to do medical coding. And so in the midst of that, in the midst of working for other people, he began to see a vision and a niche because once again, he was thinking of how he can serve others. And he began his own company, helping other people get ready for the certifications that he took. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So in a way, it makes sense for you to kind of use your job 
in a way so it can get you to where you want to be so you can work completely independently and live that passionate life that you want to live exactly, but it's yeah. all contingent yeah it's all contingent upon your success and what it is that you want for some people success may be um having all of their bills on automatic payment not being concerned about you know financial things of that nature some people they may want to own an island off the coast of spain you never know it all is contingent upon what your success is and what you or how you are dedicated enough to see that that success comes to fruition yeah i mean exactly saying is 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 true and that you have to because same people they have a lot of things that block them you have like family same people they have kids you know and you just mm-hmm. regret because you haven't done things that are but it, the purpose have to be money or you just have to be beyond money because sometimes we do things that we like doing we do that and we just don't get money out of it mm-hmm. so how do you try to find a transition between like living that like um free way of doing things and then trying to because passion for, for the first time when we start doing that we're just doing it because we enjoy it so much when you enjoy something you just you don't really f- see like the work that you do you just feel more like you know, you're just mm-hmm. like pleasing yourself. That's, that's the thing. A lot of people do that. I have a friend, actually, a photographer. He takes a great picture. He takes a lot of picture, good picture. But he doesn't even know how to ask people to, to pay him for that. You kind of feel bad about oh. asking people because he's, he's so good. He spent a lot of money for the camera. But you kind of feel bad about asking people to actually pay him for the work he's doing. Mm. See how crazy it is. And there's a lot of people actually having the results problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, I used to have that problem, but I got over it really quickly because I'll tell you why. When you are in service for others, you realize is that in order to do this service, then you've got to get financially compensated for it or else you will not be able to do what it is that you do. And though it is a gift that he's been given, like he's naturally inclined to take pictures. But I mean, he also has got overhead. You know, he has to pay for that camera. He has to pay for a whole day of shooting, booking the space. At the end of the day, your passion is something that you do easily because it's an innate gift. But at the end of the day, in order to keep on doing it, you've got to have that money. So in order to get out of the uncomfortability of asking for people um, for what it is that you need for rendering the service, you've got to look into your worth. So it sounds like your friend may have a self-worth issue as well. He may have an uncomfortability with issue, with money. That's the issue that I had. I would feel like, gosh, I know how to do this. This person doesn't know how to do it. I feel bad asking them. But at the end of the day, you have to really sit down and look at how much it costs for you to invest your time into doing said shoot or whatever activity it is. You've got, that's a growth of maturity and seeing yourself as a brand as opposed to seeing your photography as a hobby. And no disrespect to your friend, but I'm just using him as an example yeah, yeah. because you just mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, it, I think it makes sense. When you come to, when you say something about self-worth, you have to know your worth. I think that's mm-hmm. the thing because when you do something for free, you just do it. People don't really judge you a lot for that because you know, like, you know, people not paying for anything. When people pay for, for a service, you know, like you have to mm-hmm. deliver certain level of you know of service you have to make sure the mm-hmm. thing they are paying you is actually perfect i think people just trying to hide behind they they, lo- they enjoy what they're doing but you're trying to hide behind it i think you just don't know your worth so mm-hmm. how, at what point do you actually realize that you know you, you knew your worth at what point because sometimes when people say you things people don't know how to do things even when somebody say to you like you are good at this you're still not going to mm-hmm. believe it so what actually make you move to the next level well, it's funny. I wrote a script for someone and they yeah. have a 
and he was like, who wrote can you, this? Can you say that part again? Because you broke. Okay, no worries. Yeah. I said, I wrote a script for a friend and yeah. they have a celebrity friend here in the US and they read the script and they were like, who wrote this script? And that's kind of what made me feel like I arrived because someone who's very prominent in the entertainment industry read my work and he wanted to meet me off the strength of what he read. That's yeah. what made me feel like, I made it, you know what I'm saying? And unfortunately it took an external validation to make me come to the internal realization I should have already had. But sometimes that's what it takes. And now I will, I always get money from my scripts because it's the time spent. And also it's because I know my value and I know my worth. Do you actually ask people like, how much do you think I'm worth? How much? You, I think at the start it was that how much do you have to charge people or something like that, right? Say it one more time. It broke up a little at, at the start, you was asking people like, "How much do I have to charge people?" That's that's how you was coming across. Because sometimes when you start doing that, when you start charging mm -hmm. people, you just kind of scare and kind of worry to to actually to charge too much. You just feel like, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't ask for too much money." Was mm -hmm. you dealing with this kind oh. of thing as well? Oh, of course, totally. I had no idea how much to charge people for a completed script. But then, and that's one of the things that I wrote down in my notes. I yeah. I, this section, the price is right. And what I would recommend anyone to do, whatever industry you're in, your friend who's a photographer, um, other personal trainers you may know, I would suggest that you go to the top echelon of who you emulate within your industry or, or someone who has an established plan in place. And if they have their rates on there, look and see where you fall comparatively speaking. Like for me, there's this thing in America called the Writers Guild of America, and it's where all the writers go. Um, you have a set range of prices for whatever it is that you render onto the clients. So for me, I, I undercut them because I'm not as um, experienced as of yet. I do have script writing abilities, but the people that I know that I'm networking with, I don't think can afford what it is that I would be charging. And so that's how I came about getting my price point from there. Yeah. So it's doing research in your industry and seeing where you fit at this point in time in your life and the stage of your game. That's what I would recommend. Yeah, it's true, actually. I think there is a, there is a lot of self-worth that you actually check. You know, you have to make sure, like, you, you know your worth. And mm -hmm. it's, it's a kind of powerful thing, actually. You have to know your worth. And then when you know your worth, and now you're going to know actually how to sell yourself. Yeah. Oh, completely. And that's one thing that I wrote down in my notes is that I kind of wanted to divide my um, information to you in two parts because yeah, before you begin to think about the business, you yeah. got to shift that mindset. And so the very first question I would recommend anyone within the sound of both of our voices, if they're feeling like they're lost, they're doubtful, any place I think that they should begin, the first place I think they should begin is who are they? And it sounds like a very simple question. You know, I could say my name's Lynette, I'm this, I'm that. No, but who are you intrinsically? Who are you and how do you want to be shown and present in this world? And that's a hard question for a lot of people to ask. But set, asking yourself this one question will help you set the intention to see what it is next that you want to build. So I think that that's step one. In yeah, beginning step one. So step one was, yes. can you say that again? Yeah, it's okay. um, asking yourself, who are you? Yeah. Intrinsically. And at the, at not just the surface level of who you are, but at the root and core, who are you? Your soul, like what makes you happy? What annoys you? What, what motivates you? You know what I'm saying? And, and that's how you get to finding that passion. So you know what it is that you 
want to pursue. And we went over purpose earlier. And blessed is the person where the passion, the person, their passion and their purpose, excuse me, they converge and then they can find out what they want to do moving forward. But sometimes that doesn't happen, but it's a good place to start to ask. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes it's, you know, it's harder. Before you go to step two, the thing is sometimes you have it, you want to move, but people around you, they don't really believe in whatever passion that you have or they just feel like, you know what, this is just like a little dream that you have is going to slow you mm -hmm. down. Or sometimes people have partner, the partner feel like, you know what, you know, I just, I don't want to do that. And people around you are actually going to slow you down. So how do you take a risk to leave whatever you're doing and then move to a new project? That's a lot of people. When you're free, you got no like responsibility. You just like on your own, you can't take that risk. But same, there's a lot of people that just like feel like they are trapped and you just work just because you have to work. Mm. Maybe you have to, that, that worth, that self-worth, maybe you have to, show that to you, to your partner, to, to the person that you live with or to the person, you know, that's what you got to do as well. Well, I feel like this, I believe in moving in silence. Yeah, I really do. You can go to that nine to five job, put in those seven to eight hours. Yeah. And then when you come home, have some quality me time and spend yeah. an hour and two and plug away at what it is that you want to do. Because all, oftentimes, people in your circle, they love you, they think they're doing the best thing for you, and so they try to project some of their fears on you. And that is so problematic when you're trying to move forward and you're trying to ensure that you are doing the thing that sets your heart and your soul ablaze yeah. and in passion. And so you have to do, because you've mentioned risks. Risks are great, but it has to be a calculated risk in response Realistic. to, uh, yeah, it has to be. Because I mean, I, I don't want anyone to hear this and be like, Lynette and Foncrease got me motivated. I'm gonna quit my job. <laughs> don't be calling me boo, because I can't, I can't help you if you <laughs> do say that. I want to quit my I, job now. <laughs> right, exactly. Because I believe in myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that's a good place to start, but you have to be calculated with it. You have to do it quickly. One time in my life, I was fed up. I quit a job. It was hell afterwards. I had to rebuild. And so I said, I'll never do it again because I can be very spontaneous, but then I can afford to be. I don't have any children. I, you know, I don't have many responsibilities, but for those who do realize that your friends and family are only just kind of guide, you know, they can assist you and, and, you know, or discourage you to a certain extent, but you got to know it in yourself. That's why doing that inner work is so important completely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I get it. So step two, what, what do we have to do next? Yes, yes, step two. Okay. So once you've established your passion, your pur purpose, yeah. you have to learn how to get out of your own way. Like, you know, and I hope your friend doesn't get mad at us for using him as an example, or I'll, I'll <laughs> even use my own self. But I mean, but with the photographer and in my own life, I realized that I had not meet, met the success that I wanted because I was standing in my own way. I yeah. was doubting myself. I wasn't believing, you know, because it takes me this quickly to write a script and come up with four or five different characters. And it was so easy for me. It was hard for me to believe that I could get anyone, I could convince anybody that this was amazing, even though it was. I had to do the inner work to get out of my own way. Because nine times out of 10, sometimes we can say it's family, sometimes we can say it's friends, but sometimes it's us. Yeah. So it's taking a second and standing up in, the greatness and realization of who it is that you are and the skill that you were blessed with and moving forward with that. Yeah. 
I think most of the time is ourselves as well. We just like mm-hmm. trying to use other people as excuse to try to because sometimes you make excuse just to make your 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 yourself feel good about it. Like you know, are you just mm-hmm. gonna say you know because I live with somebody because of this this this? Mm-hmm. But the deep inside, you're actually afraid to face that challenge. You know, to be on your own there to because you know to to follow your dream is is easy to say that, but like when it's time to do that, is is people just like. They, they, they struggle to get out of the the, the comfort zone and yeah it's even myself I, I had a lot of problem like there's a lot of things i want to do there's a lot of i want to achieve the same things you want to do but just feel like sometimes you have that realistic goal what do you think about when it comes to go realistic goal? do you think a goal should be realistic or a goal should just be a goal or when you come to that, to thinking about goal, and some people say, oh, I'm growing up now, I get this age, whatever I want to do in my life, I have to be more realistic. I don't just have to dream about doing something, I have to be realistic. Mm. Do you have the same mindset as well? I used to, but then I stopped because nobody has written a book about what you should do at each age. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I do believe in reality or being realistic to the certain extent. If you're 60, I don't think that you could get, you know, yourself physically conditioned to join the NBA or NFL. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you can do a Mike Tyson, <laughs> 50 years old, come back again. <laughs> right? That's crazy. You never see, you see? Oh, yeah, because yeah, you've seen yeah, those videos. He's getting it together. Ooh. Like, <laughs> it's nasty. It? Like, it's terrifying. Right. And he and asked I mean, the other guy. Like he never, that's what uh-huh. I'm saying. He asked the other guy, I forgot his name, to actually, because you want to fight with him as well. I wonder if the other guy was actually ready for that because he was, was like, okay, I'm already tired. I'm good. And as soon as you see Mike, he's like, hey, I need to go back again. But that's... Right, right. So there are outliers. You're right. So that's an example. So, but if you aren't to the Mike Tyson people, the people who are not Mike Tyson right now, I would definitely suggest that. (laughs) I would definitely suggest that the goal that you set or the vision that you set for yourself is something that can be chipped away um, and that is attainable in a in addition to the things that you have required to do because we have fam- some of us have families some of us have other responsibilities as i stated so it's all about once again what does success look like for you what does it mean to live a more passion-driven and fulfilled life and whatever that is make those steps towards it but you've got to realize and that's kind of my next step there will be obstacles external obstacles external objections and criticism but you've got to let them live. You gotta let people feel the way they feel and always keep that vision and dream in your mind because that is your why and that is what you are here to do and that is what you want to do because pity is so sad for the person who gets to be 75 and they're like, gosh, I wish I would have auditioned for that role. What if I wanted to be that person? So it's just really contingent upon what the person, the individual wants and how, what you're going to step aside to get it. Yeah. I mean, you make a lot of sense, actually. It's all about you actually trying to get there. And yeah, you have to know as well if what you want to do with that, like, you know, the kind of happiness that you want to have, what you want to achieve, how you want to see. I think you have to have a vision in your mind because sometimes mm-hmm. we dream we want to do things, but we don't have a vision. I think you believe right. we should also like trying to project the future. Do you think you have to put a deadline as well when it comes to that? No. You shouldn't no. put a deadline. I think that you or should. Or a time have- frame sometimes right i think that you should have like different things that you want to accomplish so you're moving forward but i don't think you should say by age 50 i want to be a millionaire i mean you i choose to have a little bit more reality i'm like i want to 
I want to be free in my life. I don't want to be tied down and working for any other person. That's my goal for 2020. I'm like, I want to set the framework now so I don't have to work for people moving forward. So it's all about those little uh, guideposts and markers to help you get to where it is you want to be. And a millionaire by in 10 years may be realistic as opposed to a millionaire in one, but it's all contingent upon what it is that you believe that you're worthy of and capable of. That's why the inner work is so important. Yeah. But I think having those people around you as well helps, you know, that, that people that mm-hmm. kind of think the same people have to mm-hmm. have the same mindset and they try to make you do that. Do you have these kind of people as well around you? Like, Oh, or, nothing or the motivation but. just come from yourself. Oh, nothing. But, well, I have a really good friend. I mentioned him in the other podcast. He's like one of my dearest friends. We've known each other for years and he is the voice of reason in my life. He's just a really good friend and you don't meet many friends people like him because he's very blunt and very honest. And so <laughs> I naturally am, am driven and I have motivation, you know, and also comes from my belief system and my higher power. And also I do have good friends um, who do support me because in addition to him, I have another friend, another set of friends that I want to graduate school with. And so I, if someone is negative or if they're complacent and they're not trying to do anything with their life, we can't really be friends because I'm on a different sort of trajectory, if that makes sense. But you just turn, I mean, when you say we can't be friends, you just turn your back or you just, uh, you just turn your back on them or? Sometimes, yeah. Like, um, it, to me, it's that crucially important. Um, I'd rather finish a relationship right where it stands and let it inhibit me from anything. Or what I'll do is I love them from a distance. You know, I, I may not speak to them every single day, but you know what I mean? I, I do realize that we're going two different directions and my direction isn't any better than theirs but it's the most important direction to me at the moment <laughs> it will always be the most important direction to me so that's how i decide yeah, there is another thing as well you know what, what we talk about like trying to find your passion everything there's all the th- mm-hmm. something that come out in my mind as well i think people opinion as well or people opinion on you that play a lot of factors as well because you might want to mm-hmm. do something but you're just trying to feel like Oh, people gonna judge me. People, why do mm-hmm. people gonna react? Because when you wanna re- really wanna do for something for yourself, especially if you wanna be yourself, made work for yourself, you have to stand there on your own, do things, and then promote yourself as well. And a lot of people struggle when it comes to promoting themselves and then just projecting themselves, selling themselves. Actually, a lot of people, you know, they they struggle to get to that stage. Uh, do mm-hmm. you have a, any issue with that as well, or it never happened to you? Oh. Gosh, of course. Yeah, I started the Truth Thursday videos about three years ago. So yeah, it was 2017. And yeah, the end of 2016, beginning of 2017. And it was terrifying for me because believe it or not, I'm actually quite shy. Like I used to be quite shy. But me I Me too as well, to be honest with you. Very shy. Really? Oh. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> me too. I just be like talking in front of people. I'd be like, but it was always the one-on-one interactions that would get me. I don't know about with you. I'd be like, oh, but a group me, now. Me, the, I, me, the funny thing is when I was young, actually, it was more like every time uh-huh. mom was like dressing me well before we go to church. He's like, you know, pr- you know, like black <laughs> mouth, like tight, everything. Yes. I was looking all good. But every time I was dressed, I, every time I knew like I was looking good, nice clothes, I was hiding when I was outside because I didn't yeah. want people eyes to be on me. Like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, let me see what he's wearing. That's how, yeah. how much... But that was like kind of low confidence. Aww. We just wanted to be, sometimes I just want to just wear normal clothes like everybody. I just want to, you don't want to be extra or anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, it's crazy I how can things totally turn relate. out. 
Yeah, it is. I know. Look at both of us. <laughs> we we got over that shyness somehow. We sure... When I say that to people, they don't believe me. They're like, yeah. Yeah, no. I tell people too. They're like, no, yeah, right. But I'm glad. I feel like you understand. So good. And and that's why I started those videos because they were like, if you're someone told me if you're seriously considering getting back into acting at the time, that's mm. when I began my acting journey. They were like, you're gonna have to get comfortable in front of camera. And that was the best advice. I don't know who it was that told me that. But that was the best advice I ever got because the True Thursday videos kind of um, were born from that. And then it's also hard when you're on your journey because like you said, you get criticism from people from the way that you look, from the way that you talk. But I really got to a point where I just didn't care anymore because someone once told me this. I think my friend Jesse told me this. People don't like you because they don't like themselves. He told yeah. me that it was the most freeing thing in the world. That's and so me. I was like, I be careful about what people say? But I am cognizant of what I post because I want I, I don't want people in my brand to be discouraged or offended. That's why I don't talk about religion, politics, or anything, if you notice, on my page, yeah, yeah. because of motivation. Yeah, it is. And I don't want that. So, But outside of those parameters, I say and do what I, I please, because it's my page. But, yeah. yeah. I think people actually, what people think might be a little bit too much, is it might actually affect you, like, you know, like you were saying about the way you think and how much you actually can pack because people some people they don't feel like how can i say they, they it's not like they hate you, you just hate themselves every time they see you like you're in a better position or you are so confident by themselves by yourself you just make them feel mm -hmm. bad and then when you actually have lower low self-esteem you make them feel good about themselves that's why those kind of people they like putting other people down instead of yeah. lifting others it's, mm -hmm. it's the same with social media as well that you take a lot oh. of confidence to go there and talk and you know and start talking to people so how, do you have more confidence now um definitely definitely and also it just really came from the point in time where i am in my life like i don't feel like i don't know i, I just don't feel like i can compete with anybody because competition is literally the destroyer of joy that's what i call it competing or comparing yourself to anyone that's yeah, yeah. a guaranteed I'll stop factor doing yeah, you have to, because I mean, everybody, once you realize from doing the inner work that everybody has something that they can contribute to society and contribute to this life. Now it's their own fault if they don't utilize it and tap into it. But once you discover everybody has something, there's no need for you to compete or compare. Like I have a really good friend, her name is Maria. She's just an amazing person. I met her in grad school. We celebrate each other's strengths. And we're there for each other and each other's weaknesses because you're not going to have it all together. Nobody is perfect. Like, um, like she, she's a great runner. She's an amazing person. She just has this calm, cool spirit about her. And, you know, and I did it like this, you know, so we definitely complement each other. And so iron sharpens iron, steel sharpens steel. So it's just a matter of realizing that everybody is on their individual journey. Some people use it, um, as a celebratory thing. Some people use it as a detriment, but at the end of the day, the only thing you can be is yourself. And that's what I find solace and comfort in. And that's why I do things on social media. Yeah, but because we, you don't really know somebody's journey. It's, it's easy to just compare yourself to somebody, but sometimes right. you don't know the journey that they have. You don't know their resources. Mm -hmm. You don't know the type of energy, availability that they have as well. I, I had the same problem when I started my podcast. What I was doing, like I was going to do a lot of research. Like I just go online trying to find so how do you make a podcast? What is a bad podcast? I have friends that do the podcast. I was watching things, trying to learn and trying to cope. I was like, when you have too much information, you have no information. 
because like too much information mm. like it's just too much yeah it's overload. when you have too much information as well and when you watch people too much what you're gonna have you're not gonna find yourself anymore you're gonna do things the way they do it they do that because it's natural and you're just gonna be like oh i cannot be natural whatever so what i decided to do, i was like you know what i'm just gonna stop i'm not gonna watch nothing no more i'm just gonna go with the mm-hmm. floor, whatever i'm gonna do i just do it yeah. and i just come up with something and and same people they start judging because when i first start many people actually do the podcast right now with like studio i was thinking about studio as well like you know being in a studio and do it mm-hmm. i have a lot of people that do things in the studio and i was like you know what for, for now i don't have time to go in the studio i'm just gonna do it right. online first and i see a lot of people doing studio I have friends actually i was watching them like oh my god he's doing fine but we kind of start together and i guess what i did a few podcasts online on zoom that was way before the corona and now mm-hmm. as soon as the corona hit and then all of them they stopped because they was used to mm-hmm. the studio thing and now for me it was just more like oh the corona that's a good opportunity first of all i have like three weeks four weeks <laughs> i'm just at home having nothing to do i can't right. call all people telling me that there was there wasn't available now they're all available like available anyway they're all at home i was used to it and i started doing things online mm-hmm. talking to people as well and then now i'm actually in a better position than those people i was trying to compare myself to and now that the one I can come back to me, like, how do you do this? I was like, Zoom is not a new thing for me because of Corona. I was already doing that. <laughs> and now it's like, I mean, that's actually the beauty of not comparing yourself to others. But that is, is kind of hard, especially with social media as well. The, the, the way things mm-hmm. are, you know. But you, do yeah, sometimes, oh, completely. sometimes you feel like somebody's stalking you and trying to see how fast you're going. Or do you think, do you feel that way as well? You know what? They probably are, but I don't pay them any attention. Because honestly, like, I'm so committed to being organically who it is that I am. Like, I remember when I was doing this from an, for an ego-driven reason when I was younger. I was like, well, I don't have a lot of followers and blah, blah, blah. Back in the day, this was like maybe about four or five years ago. And then I was like, I just woke up, but also I grew up spiritually. And I was like... If people get the message, they get the message. And the yeah. messages are made for certain people and God will find my intended and the universe will find my intended audience. I can't, you know what I mean, try to actively seek and pursue. And then I remember this one um, person that I knew, she was like, well, you should, you know, take more selfies and, you know, uh, do more full body shots. And that's just not me. Like, yeah, if I have to, to, um, solicit myself to get followers on instagram that's not happening i decided to keep it i think, I think, <laughs> I you, you, I think you have to represent your brand you know like whatever you stand for that's, that's how you have to represent right. yourself. That, that's what i believe correct it, mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense and then talking about the follower things as well i used to have the same mentality before and when i first started you know doing i think i was on youtube on instagram as well i was like you know it's better to have more followers and same people they actually buy followers so mm-hmm. the thing is they things are not real you can't have like twenty thousand followers follower because you you've been using like marketing way buying whatever but those people they are just numbers and they don't care about whatever you post they don't want to buy your product they don't want to do anything mm-hmm. they like might happen just like once in a while but they're, they're not going to invest mm-hmm. anything. and deep inside you know your worth you know like you are nothing you know like those people they don't really your people they don't they don't belong to you or whatever there's no connection that that's the sad part about it so 
people just right. do that for it's just an illusion you know just do that to please yeah. the outside world but deep inside that's why you see a lot of people end up like a depression whatever people are like you have all those people around you how does it work so it's actually because of that and then i was like you know what i will do something whatever it works for me if people follow that's it and then it's the same for for the the podcast when i made an episode with you i was quite surprised it's one of my best so i forgot to tell you one of my best episodes the one i did with you actually oh, i have a lot of i'll show i'll send you the um, you know the, the number listening by country whatever just so so you can see a lot of people actually like it i'm just like so oh. see, i didn't have really feedback but i see a lot of play play people download it a lot i was like who are those people like where are they coming from but you don't know mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. post anything. I just put something out there and people just follow. And then that's how you build a network. That's that it. You and you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. That's, that's exactly. Actually, and then we live in a time where people, after the follower, the likes and everything. But this yes. is actually, it's, it's giving like a false information. People ha- will have a real information out there to share. They kind of, uh, they're, try- they're trying to hide them because they don't have enough followers. That's, that's the fun thing about it. But like yourself, the people that you have on your, on your Instagram, that's the people that actually decide to follow you because they like your content. And that's mm-hmm. what you need to care about. And that's the most important. Yes. Whatever oh, you're I, go, even if you, you grow big in your business, whatever you're going to do, they're always going to be behind because they know you, they, they follow you, they've been following you for years. And that's, mm-hmm. that's if you grow a grief, you stay that way, you stay that way, but at least they're going to be loyal. And that's, that's exactly and that's what completely matters to me i love my dreamers and believers because they've been with me since day one literally and this is going on into four or five years however many years i say yeah this will be the fourth year and so those people mean more than to me than any abundance of likes you know because i social media i used to think was a bad thing but now from crease i'm starting to realize that it is what you put into it that you get out of it. And yeah. if you have ego-driven and ego-based motives behind what it is that you do, then it's not going to be successful. And that also ties into this present conversation of passion and purpose and all that. If it is just primarily to get money and primarily to get the accolades and the fame and the likes, it will not succeed. It has to be based in something that is in, uh, that's true and of service to others. And that is basically what I would urge anyone to think about moving forward. And also I just had a thought that came in my mind because on my Instagram, I was saying this would be good for new graduates of 2020 because in this framework of what this world has become as a result of coronavirus, it is now more than ever advantageous for someone to build their own thing because the infrastructure as we know it is crumbling and it is changing. So gone are these old models, like we discussed earlier, you go to college or go to university, as you all call it, you graduate, you get a job, whatever the case may be, those models are crumbling. Companies are going into bankruptcy. Economist um, Ray Dalio, he predicts that uh, in the United States, we are going to be as affected by the coronavirus economic hit as the Great Depression was. The Great Depression lasted for 43 months of just excuse me, economically dire situations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking faster than I can talk. But we are literally in a place where formulating and creating your own brand and discovering that passion and purpose is now no longer something that you do as a hobby. It is a necessity. Because sometimes for some people, there will not be a job to go back to. 
Yeah. So that's a sad thing, but think it's that that's important that we bring that into. Yeah, it is. And you can't get caught up in the ego or whatever. You got to get caught up in what service you can offer that will keep you sustainable and will keep you paid and will keep you fed. <laughs> that's what we have to I think. think I think that's, I think this is actually a good opportunity for people. As I say, people who actually have a big dream, people have like, uh, how can I say, they have potential to do things for themselves. Mm-hmm. Is Christ actually trying to, you know, push them to wake them up to actually do something mm-hmm. because tomorrow is going to be very tough. Oh, it's, it's, how do you see the word tomorrow? Do you, are, you, are you scared? You know what? I don't really fear many things because I know whose I am. I know the universe and God has me, to be completely honest with you. But also, I do know it's time to get with it and start planning. So I wouldn't say scared as I am concerned because life as we know it will forever be changed. I mean, Neiman Marcus over here went out of business. J. Crew filed for bankruptcy. J.C. Penney's. It's a, these are all... Um, Ladder two or department stores and J. Crew, you know, is the line, the yeah. fashion line, J. Crew. If these big industries are getting crippled like this, and you think that they should have millions of disposable, you know, income and they don't, imagine about the common people, the people who, you know, the everyday person yeah. who don't have sustainable careers or whatever the case may be. So now is that time. Now, time to get into the internet and use this tool and determine what it is you can do to solidify yourself in the next five to 10 years. Cause it's about to be on and popping. Yeah. Just to be honest. It's crazy. It's, it's actually crazy. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a time yeah. for people have to do that. Um, so yeah. Did you have any note? Like there was past part three you wanted to talk about? Yes. Let's see. Um, Cause we kind of skipped over a bunch of different things. And I think yeah. that we came back, I guess if someone could get like, just one thing from this podcast, the, the one big takeaway, I guess number three would be the shifting of the mindset. You yeah. Now it's time to realize that, you know, you, you've got to begin to affirm who it is that you are and who you want to see yourself in. Write down your goals, make a plan. And I had someone who was uh, laughing at me because a couple of years back, because I used to write everything down in a planner and silly me, I stopped doing it. But guess what? I've started back. Because what you've got to do is every single day, if you're not working towards the goal that you've intended to, to um, reach, yeah. then it's just pointless. You've got to begin to set those goals, set those mile markers, and formulate a plan to get yourself to a better situation because you can't really depend on the world as we know it anymore. You have to write your plan and try to stress your goal. I mean, that's actually yes. makes sense. Yes. Especially this time is... Um, you know, is 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 it kind of scary? Is that a lot of people yeah. people are just to be self-made to have your own business? Do you think that's the key word? It is. But the thing is, everybody we talk Believe about it, it, but everybody cannot be self-made. You know, everybody cannot just do their own business. Uh, I don't think they're going to have a choice because some of these companies cannot reopen. So let's let's just set the framework for the person who is indeed saying that. Like, let's use someone. Um, like, let's just use me. I've been doing the Truth Thursday videos for a while now. And yeah. so now I'm getting to the point where I've got to begin to monetize this. So what I would begin to do is go ahead and get a certification in wellness coaching, which is something I've been thinking about and helping people like in the course of the conversation that we're helping now. Like yeah. I would keep on doing free Truth Thursday videos. But mm. then for the person who needs additional one-on-one help, who's like, Lynette, I've been in this situation for X, Y, and Z. I know you've written scripts. I want to break into that charge a consulting fee and have like a little consultation with them 
I'm not talking about, you know, like building a huge industry, like building your own factory. If, if that's what you would like to do, do it. But there's so many different ways by doing the things that just naturally come to you, you can generate income. And I know people may think, oh, that's not enough. But if you're so specialized in what it is that you do, your rate yeah. will make it so you can live comfortably. I mean, so that's what I mean by starting business yeah yeah i think i mean that's making a lot of sense because i know a lot of people can do it. there is a lot of free services that people are doing things for free because mm -hmm. sometimes they have no clue how to start things by their own they don't have enough confidence as well i think it, it, it right. takes a lot of you know it takes a lot of work to, to start doing that like yeah like when i first start training people I was just like doing everything for free all the time you know mm -hmm. and then you kind of and the people actually get used to it and people don't even gonna respect right. what you're doing they're just gonna feel like you have to give them mm -hmm. something free um, mm -hmm. But do you think it's not it's not selfish to to think about money all the time, even if it's your passion? Same people they say, you know what, it's my passion. I don't have to put money on it. It's just something I love doing. I just love doing that for fun or whatever. Well, then it would be a hobby. Then a hobby. you know what I'm saying? It would totally be a hobby. That's what separates, I think, you from creating a passion-driven job. You know. Um, opportunity versus a hobby because i love to take pictures but i wouldn't call myself a photographer mm. i went somewhere i escaped this past week as a matter of fact and i went spent a couple of days in charleston south carolina it was beautiful i took amazing pictures because it's a hobby of mine using just my iphone but in order for me to go ahead and move that to a business i would definitely have to invest in a dslr camera i would you know invest in you know a certification on how to use the shutter so whatever you put that time in if you put money into it to get a certification to get a degree it no longer in my opinion becomes a hobby it becomes something that you want to use to generate income and once you go ahead and go through those different skills and get certified then it will be common sense for you to get compensated for that because you already put an investment in so investment in means money and time in. So that means you should get money and time out from it. What you put into it, you should get out of it. And so that should always help the individual who's really feeling hard, you know, feeling difficulty in charging people for something that they love. What, what do you think about that? How does that make sense? No, of course it makes sense. It definitely makes sense. But how, how are you going to sell yourself then? Oh, gosh. That's another thing. We are living in a time perfect time where you can simply use social media to market yourself. Gone are the days that you have to invest in this thousand dollar website. So that was also on my list. So thank you for saying that. Definitely yeah. use the free resources that are available now. Like it could start off. Sometimes I'm a little bit weary, wary of these different courses that people people have and they charge hundreds of dollars for it. I think that's kind of some crap. But you could create courses, make them free. And then once again, if you want that individualized attention, yeah. then they have to hit you up and then they become a client. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, another different way to monetize it. But um, I'm trying to circle back to the original question. What did you ask me originally? <laughs> what do you ask? <laughs> but I, I say, how to, how do you, um, <laughs> I actually forget what I just said. See, I mean, yeah, because we've yeah, been going to many places. I, think, I love it though. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. What, what did I say again? I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> God. You'll definitely have to edit this out. Maybe yeah, people. No, don't worry about it. It's, it's all good. I would do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think it was, um, how do you actually, uh, um, how do you start it? You know, like how, how, how do you start it? Oh yeah, you were asking me about the because I was yeah. How do you start? And I was telling you the resources that are free. Yes, using resources. How that do you are free. sell yourself? Yeah, how do you sell yourself? Uh, sell yeah. yourself. I believe in the model of giving things away free until people want individualized attention, and then they go ahead and book you, and then you 
consult yeah. with them I'll because we all have that. a skill. Hmm. Yeah, we all have a skill. And then also look into, I did this recently. I wrote down all the, a list of all the skills that I have and all the abilities that I have. That's a good like, thing. I never thought about that. Yeah. That's a very good thing. So yeah, you actually write all the, because that's a different than gold. That's actually, that's a good way to find your worth and yeah. what you're capable to do. Yeah, you've got to do an assessment on yourself, I feel like. So what like do you do? You write down like yeah. things that you're able to do? Yeah, things that you've done before in different capacities. Like once again, that's when your work history comes into play. So I've done sales before. I've done some marketing. I've done, um, of course, you know, I do the writing. And so I put all those things together. And then my friend was also telling me about copywriting. And um, it's copy, C-O-P-Y-W-R-I-T-I-N-G, not copy, R-I-G-H-G-H. So copywriting. So it's basically advertising, marketing, and writing uh, copy for websites and things of that nature. So I came to that from listing all the skills and the strengths that I have. And I kind of did a little Venn diagram to figure out how I could make all those things work out for my good to make money for me. So it's all about a self-assessment. And that goes back to number one, who are you? What is it that you do? What is it that you like to do? Like, I love to act but it still doesn't excite me as much as something like this does. I know it sounds crazy, yeah. but, but this really ignites my soul because if just one or two people hear this and helps yeah. change their life, do you know how huge that is? Do you know how dope that is? That's yeah. like just giving someone push to let them know you can do this because we all can do what it is that we want. We just got to believe it and we got to know it. And put it so work. I would start. Yeah. Heck yeah. You're right about that. Put in that work. And definitely, you know, know your worth and get that money. So about I mean, it's not about profit at the end of the day. I think when you first start, I think about marketing, you have to make sure. I mean, you cannot just like asking people for money or whatever. You just do things to promote yourself. But there's a time right. frame for that. It's time to promote yourself and there's a time mm -hmm. to start making the money. And then that's when people sometimes just like don't don't find a good balance when it comes to that. But I think it's, it's not a selfish thing because a lot of people feel bad about it, but it's not a selfish thing because no. knowledge, you, you have to sell it and then you have to, to make profit out of it. And then the you'll be the one that's going to live happy because working for something that you love, living for your passion is, it's beautiful. Oh, it is completely. And then another thing I wanted to suggest to that person is wondering where they start or how they can start is that instead of, you know, trying to get an established seat at the table of a big corporation or company, look across the table at your level. So when I say that, I mean to say like, for instance, like how you and I met, we met through social media because social media, if done properly, is the best way for you to network. I mean, sure, I do hit up, you know, people who have reached a certain modicum of success and just say, hey, I write scripts. Could I write some stuff for you? Yeah. I get them. I because everybody's talking about slide into DMs. Why don't yeah. you slide DM and slide your business in there? Yeah, you know that's, that's why people don't. <laughs> yes, DM. There's a lot of things happening in the, in the DM and DM can right. change life as well. Completely. So use yeah. these resources and 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 network from across the table. I think it was Issa Rae who said something like that. Network from across the table. Don't go to some. You know, don't. It, it's good ideally to dream to start at the top, but if you can't. Start where you can. Start meet people on your own level. Barter with people, like your friend who's a photographer. Yeah. If he feels some you know, some sort of way about you know charging for his services and things of that nature, maybe he can meet a model and tell her, "Hey, look, I'll do your portfolio for free if you just tag me in every single 
take a picture, you know, just yeah. do different things like his name will get out there. It's all about using these resources for the greater good of where you are right now in your development of your brand and your company. Yeah, I mean, that that's exactly true. And there is a, another thing that you actually just add now when he was talking about, I think it was about social media, right? Mm-hmm. About the DM things, right? So yes. I think what people struggle as well, people in social, social media, everybody want to be like, or they want to have a lot of followers. They, they want to be somebody. But I think at a certain level, you have to be humble to be able to network with people as well. Because that's something I've actually I've learned for the last you know few months. I think you have to you have to humble yourself if you want to network with people. Because before you come across, start talking to people, you have to make sure you you don't see yourself as be. You have to know your worth, of course. But oh. there's a difference between knowing your worth and being humble as well. Because you might learn, you might network with somebody, and something might actually change your life. If if you want a service for somebody, you have to be able to humble yourself to go into a DM trying to sell yourself, explain. Sometimes the person don't even need you, but you just have to explain like how things work. You know, uh, like last time I have a podcast, I, 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 I have a podcast with somebody actually. I was hesitant. I was like, oh, this guy, I don't know if I have to talk to him, but I didn't know. And I sent him a message. He replies, yo, I'm excited. I was like, oh, really? Like, I was, <laughs> I was so surprised by the reaction. I was like, oh, okay. Hey. That's like people, somebody, like a lot of people know him. I didn't know he was going to respond that way as well. This is just to show how yeah. much, but to come, to do that, you have to be humble. You have to put your ego on the side. And you have to. Support. Yeah. But you don't have to go around to everybody. You have, you have to. to make sure you know where you're actually investing your time and your, whatever your service that you want to ask. I don't know what you think about it. it. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree because I mean, you've got to have humility if you're wanting to be a person who works for themselves and you've got to go for it. You've got to be, fearless in your approach to get the clients and to get your name out and that's what I am so guilty of believe it or not is putting myself out there I will have the most amazing ideas but like I said maybe the shyness to a certain extent and maybe some insecurity will inhibit me from doing what I need to do but you can never count your chickens before they hatch you can never think you're bigger than you are because I always strive to go to that next level there's never been a time where I've been like, oh, I have this many followers because it really means it means something because I respect and love them. But I mean, the number, it just doesn't kind of really mean anything. But what makes me feel so amazing is if somebody hits me in the DM and is like, Lynette, that message that you said in that video, it really touched me because I was going through stuff. That's what matters to me. And that's what keeps me humble. And that's what keeps me striving towards an ultimate goal of being of service to others. Totally. I think that's what happened actually because I was watching a lot of your videos. I was like, oh man, yeah. like every day I was like, I watched one or two and I was like, this is kind of good. And I went back to mm-hmm. from the start, you know, when you first start, I was just scroll down and trying to listen to whatever you're saying. <laughs> and the thing about me, when I like something that, um, when I like something that I see on Instagram, I don't really, I just share it. Sometimes I just share all the people post on my story and same people, they don't do that because you just feel mm-hmm. like they have so much, everything just have to be about me, about me, about me. But I don't really, I just, when I like something, I don't really keep it for myself. Sometimes I just share it. It's like one of your posts. I just, I share yeah. it. It's just my thing. And this is just like to, to show if you appreciate something, especially on social, social media, it's very important to let the people know. Even if you don't share it, just a lot of people know that, like, you know what, you're doing good. I like what you're doing. You're actually going to boost the person because a lot of people, they have yes. self-esteem. They, they do things, but they don't really see, see things that way. They don't really see like they're doing something. But 
I know exactly. I know that feeling that you feel. And that's the reason why I was sharing a lot of your content. And that's the reason why I said to myself, you know what? I, I should talk to her because I like the way she talks, her content and everything. We might bring mm-hmm. something positive and it's kind of working now. Yes. Yes, it is. Well, blessing. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. So yeah, I think we went through about everything. There's anything else you want to add that you actually wrote down? Um, let me look and see. Yes. Um, I have just one little bonus. I put like a little bonus thing in my, my, um, notes and it's just entitled that they going to doubt you. They are going to doubt you. Yeah. Forget about that. Yeah. Like just realize no matter what it is that you do, if you and I were to do everything as the world would say, quote unquote, perfect, somebody will still dislike it. They'll be like, Oh, I don't like the fact that she has on yellow today. You know what I mean? That's how fickle and how petty some humans are. But you still got to intrinsically do what it is that you do. You got to do you and you got to believe in that thing 150% because people are always going to have um, doubts in you. So I wanted to say that and just, you know, just disregard them and that. And then lastly, I just want to do a quick summation. And there was one thing that I put in my notes is called hit that niche. So whatever niche that you have, you know, like my friend who found uh, his own company helping fellow nurses get ready for different certica- certifications for medical billing and coding, you know, hit that niche, hit what it is that you know you know how to do. I have a friend who's coming out with a vegan um, and cruelty-free lip gloss line. So when that comes out, I'm going to do like um, a-, a video about how good the product is and how much I like it. It's yeah. all about what it is that you do and and delving into that and also like you said marketing for each other if you find something you like share it that's the best compliment you can do to a small business owner someone that's building their brand so just reach across the table network work with each other and then also market and help each other out because at the end of the day we are all that we have there's you know the infrastructure as we know it is crumbling so we've got to help each other out exactly you gotta help each other out so there's anything that you're actually working with right now, like any project that you're actually doing? Oh my gosh, completely. I'm doing a complete brand overhaul because like after our first conversation, I just had so many different thoughts going on in my mind. And so I'm yeah. definitely working on the wellness coaching, like I said, because I'm a former personal trainer myself. I don't think you knew that. Yeah, you told <laughs> That's me that. That's one of many well. things I've done. Oh, I, I did good, okay. When you was running and everything. Like do that guy, you know, when you was, <laughs> yeah. that was a funny one. When I was doing what? Yeah. I mean, when I was running? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a funny one. I remember that. I was in Connecticut. Yeah. That was, yeah. But, anyways, <laughs> I would love to get back into the wellness coaching, but also doing the um, inspirational and uh, emotional part of it as well. You know, I'm not a licensed yeah. therapist, but just helping people, you know, just kind of getting their life together. I want to do that. And I'm working on the copywriting and I'm still working on my book. Like after you and I chatted that time, I finally outlined my book and I'm starting to write it. And so I'm super duper excited for what the future can hold because though circumstances look dire right now, it's so bad. And I'll tell this to anybody, it's so bad that this is the perfect time to go for what it is that you want. Because guess what? You're not going to fail. I mean, half of us aren't working anyway. You know what I'm saying? So now to really take that risk and that leap and get done what you need to get done. Yeah, there's nothing to lose. So before we finish, anything else you want to add? 
I think no, we no, it was very yeah have a good time and then i will talk to you later talk to you soon all All right. right sounds good my friend thank you again take care thank you bye